show hope you're having a great monday we're going to try and make it a little bit better for you today tonight we have a show full of hot topics another great show full of hot topics everything everyone's talking about nick cannon welcome baby number 10 and people are reacting to is he can he be a great father because he can afford the children or can he can he be there for all 10 of his kids when they need him being from different mothers and different states and things like that then california um is the first state in the country to limit the use of rap lyrics as circumstantial evidence in cases. So we'll see about that. And then uh, your boy Kanye West, he is under fire again for wearing a White Lives Matter shirt at his event in Paris. We'll discuss it. Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, the new series on Netflix, it's got a lot of controversy. Um, people are concerned about the victims' families. They're saying they're re really having to, having to relive that trauma. While other people are saying, look, this is history. It can be used as a cautionary tale, uh, and it's art. What are your thoughts? Join the conversation. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, our official website, thestephenightshow.com. If you'd rather watch us, go to our YouTube channel, Stephen Knight Show. And when we come back, uh, we have the question of the day and hot topics. Right back after this. Yeah, baby, I claimed you. 
you know that I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. You know that's not your passion. Anybody else gonna be in it like that? Put it down like this. Nobody else gonna put it down like that. My baby, yeah, yeah, baby, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Feeling short, feeling clear, feeling positive. Feeling free and complete, felt the love you give. No, you won't ever leave me in positive.
Hey, this is Joy Starr. You're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to The Stephen Knight Show. We have another show, great show of hot topics that everyone's talking about. Our dear Lania, she is on vacation. So though we miss her, we hope she have an amazing time with um, her, on her trip. And um, we want to thank you all for joining us. Don't forget, we're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestephenknightshow.com. Rather watch us go to our YouTube channel, The Stephen Knight Show. Please subscribe, comment, and uh, we appreciate your support. All right, so um, it is Breast, Care, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so shout out to all of the survivors and the fighters and those that are going through this disease. Remember, early detection is important, so if you're over 40, get your mammogram and uh, talk to your doctors about that kind of things because it does in, impact your survival and your health. Also, we're just sending our prayers to those impacted by Hurricane Ian. Um, a lot of devastation, um, Florida, South Carolina, and those surrounding states. So, you know, thinking about you all um, and hopefully that you can rebuild and, and get back to some kind of normalcy. All right, so Nayir, Chicky, how y'all feeling? Good. The boys got to hold it down today. It's we got to hold it down. Lania left us. I'm going to keep it all the way 100. I'm dragging a little bit. I had my uh, fourth COVID shot this weekend. Really? <laughs> yeah. I've been moving a little slow since then. Well, you know, I um, real quick, I'm going on vacation on Wednesday. I'm going to Cabo. And um, I was reading the requirements yeah. um, for the um, uh, resort. COVID test on site. I'm like, God. <laughs> I've only had one. I've only had one COVID test, and I did it myself. And I was kind of like, and they said, "Sir, a little bit deeper." <laughs> I only had one COVID. So then, what happens when you show up on the resort and suppose someone, you know, is positive? What happens? I guess you got to figure it out. Quarantine. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm looking forward to the vacation. So you know, it is what it is. Some people have to do it every day. You know what I mean? Or had to do it every day at one point. Yeah. Our question of the day is, what is your weakness? Chike, what's your weakness? Food. <laughs> Food. <laughs> what about you, Naya? Oh, man. I don't, I don't know if I understand that question. So a weakness as in what am I weak for? Or weakness as in something I could be better at? Weakness like, yeah, weak for. Like, oh, food. OK. Whatever. Uh, never trust a big button to smile. <laughs> hey, that's my weakness, man. That's I gotta right. be honest. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta be honest, man. If we go in that route, that's mine. All right, right. <laughs> Some people had they said the similar thing on uh, Facebook. I don't know what my weakness is. Um, <laughs> I think. I I think that I'm I am too compassionate towards people. Like their stories, they can sell me cry me a river <laughs> and I will fall forward and feel bad and and just want to help out. So that is a weakness of mine. So the guy at the gas station to come up to you, he got a good story. Oh, you might, Lord, you might where my yeah. yeah. I remember one time when I was in college, I was gonna no enter right out of college. This guy, he came to our building where I worked and he was looking for money. You know, he was he said it was homeless. And I wrote him out a check. And my coworkers, are you stupid? <laughs> are you crazy? I wrote him out a check. But he cashed it right away, though, because that thing hit me. <laughs> he cashed it within uh, 10 minutes. But yeah, I, um, that is my weakness. That's definitely my weakness. Wow. Yeah. See wow. someone, 
uh, one time me and this girl, we got out to eat and um, I, I was holding her doggy bag and there was a homeless guy on the side of the street. Oh, man. So I gave her her food. She's like, get my food. <laughs> so that is a weakness of mine. And see, so, yeah. you know, my weakness is food. You and I would have fought. <laughs> right. She was mad. She, I want to eat that when I got home. She was mad. She was mad. Well, tweet us at home. Let us know what is your weakness. Stephen I show SHO. All right, so Nick Cannon, he's making sure he leaves, he leaves a long legacy through his children. The Wild and Out creator announced that uh, he welcomed his third child with Brittany Bell, named Rise Messiah Cannon. On Instagram, he shared a video from Brittany's Blessing Way and a, a lengthy post sharing admiration for Brittany Bell. It's another blessing. All my journey, all as my journey on this planet becomes more and more remarkable and unfathomable, all I can do is thank God and continue to ask the Most High to order my steps. He has given me stewardship and dominion over a family dynamic that some are unimaginable. Uh, but more importantly, he uh, has blessed me with a loving individuals to guide me through care through this purposeful life. I am so undoubtedly grateful uh, for the matriarch energy in my time of need. And he um, tagged uh, Ms. Bell. It has been the rock and foundation of my father. He went on to talk about how she didn't want a um, baby shower. She just wanted prayers with people who loved her um, and that she went through a very difficult labor. When she went in labor, it was like 48 hours of excruciating pain. It could have been life-threatening um, and the baby weighed 10 pounds and you know he's very excited. Now, he just had his ninth baby, so this is his 10th. Um, and so I wanted to talk about this story because I was listening to the um, radio the other day over the weekend and the DJ, he said, you know, a lot of people are up in arms and Nick Cannon's having his 10th baby, um, but I don't care because he can financially afford it. And then I thought about, but that's not necessarily what a father is. A father is helping you grow. A father's developing you, a father's teaching you. And with 10 kids by different mothers, how effective can you be in all of those children's lives? You know what I mean? And so, um, you know, and not judging him, you know, again, he makes a lot of money. And I know what I've heard him say, he makes a lot of sacrifices to see his children. But with 10, you know, it's kind of crazy. Now you're, you're a new father. What are your thoughts? Yeah, thinking about that, you know, it's only 24 hours in a day. I don't care how much money you got. Uh, you might be able to squeeze out 25. You got some magical powers. But even with, with one, with one, you know, in a support system, yeah, it's it's hard giving quality time regularly. Mm -hmm. It's difficult. You have to be super intentional about it, and and you hope for a good outcome at the end of it all. You know, as you're grooming and raising your right. child. I I don't know, man. Maybe he's I don't know. I maybe he's he's got something that I don't know about, and he's got the, the you know he's he's got a reason to have all these children. I guess I don't know. Um, but I know that it's difficult with one to really spend quality time with your child and child's, you know, my wife, you know, it's difficult. So that would be something to kind of pay attention to. Um, but if he's got that kind of time and he can make it work, kudos, kudos. And on top of the, you know, obviously, you know, he makes good money, really good money, obviously. But he also has a lot of jobs, which takes he away works. from his time. And so you can't be at PTAs, you can't be at school plays or if the kids get involved in, 
you know, activities and sports and things. You can't be at all the games and things like that. And I know how important it was for me. My father, he was always in the stands. You know what I mean? When I played mm-hmm. basketball and things like that, unless he had to work. But majority, when I looked down the stands, I always saw my dad wow. and my mom, but my dad wow. was always there. And so in a sense, it's kind of like, I won't say call him an absentee father, but you're kind of signing up to be an absentee father in, in a sense. What are your thoughts on this, Chica? Um, again, I, I, I can't say no judgment because it is judgment in it. Right. Why would you, why would you create a child or have children with a mother? He's married to this mother, right? I don't know. Oh, wow. Okay. But I, I just don't understand well, why. You can't be would... married to that mother because you just had another baby with another woman. <laughs> well, that, well, okay. That supports my point where I'm going. Why would you have these children with these women who you're not with, who could possibly go on to have relationships with other men and create families in other places? So therefore you're gonna have your children being raised by other men because that's the household that they're gonna be in. Regardless if you're, if you're their father or not, they're gonna mm-hmm. be in a different So they're gonna grow up with different values and different beliefs and different, just different ideologies. And how much can you really influence that being outside that home? Yeah. And you're saying it's only 24 hours in a day and you're not going to be there from the day to day. I wouldn't want my child to be in that environment. I would want to raise my child. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you, between Nick Cannon and um, Kiki Wyatt, they could repopulate the world. They they come, I saw a meme of them too. That's how I'm gonna tell my kids this is Adam and Eve. <laughs> <laughs> but Kiki's up with one person, right? No, no. But it's oh. all they've all been husbands, but she's had several husbands. Oh, and she doesn't have all the kids in one house? Yeah, they, she, does. she does. Oh, she does. See, that's different. She's got all the kids in one place. Right. And that's the thing you know? when you have yeah. them there, you know, even though it's still a lot, but it's different when you're all growing up together or growing up yeah. with your parents. Yeah. As like, opposed like, to like, I get yeah. like Chiki there. said, you you can influence that their environment a bit more you can influence that but like Chica said you know these are going to possibly be kids growing up in different homes and then what's the point what's the point you know what yeah. what have you created if you can't leave a legacy through your value system and so forth yeah um, and then and then you know Nick got to be in close to 50 years old so you know is he, how long is he going to be around you know just if he was to live the normal life expectancy right. you're talking 20 30 years maybe 40 if you know I know you know, Bobby Brown doesn't have as many kids, but he does very good with wrangling his children in to make sure that they spend time together. Mm-hmm. But I wonder how hard that is for him. Yeah. I remember watching like excerpts on the reality show when he would go through those bouts trying to get his kids like all in one space so they could all be together. It was a fight. Yeah. Wow. Like you said, he didn't have it 10, you know, so. Right. All right, well, California becomes the first state in the country to limit the use of rap lyrics as circumstantial evidence. Governor Newsom signed a bill on Friday that will limit the use of creative content against rappers and musicians in the state. Their lyrics cannot be used as evidence unless the judge reviews and approves, deems them necessary. The AB 2799 or the Decriminalizing Artistic Expression Act is the first bill of its kind and comes um, after rappers Young Jug and Gunna, Young Thug and Gunna 
were indicted by authorities uh, with the help of the lyrics they used in their songs. Um, do you think this is a good idea, um, uh, Chica? Can you can you defer to Nair first for this? Yeah. One? Oh yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, well, he sings, raps, whatever. He does it all. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? What I used, I used to rap. I tried to sing. I used to try, but it wasn't. It, wasn't what, it ain't what you do. Nah, nah, Steve. You, ain't gonna, you, ain't, gonna, you ain't gonna blow my head up. You, it's people like you that got me in trouble thinking I can sing out here. Say <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, but we hey, didn't we have fun with that song though, Steve? We did. But Let I you like go. Really Check had, it out. Uh, yeah, what, what was the name of it? Don't tell me. Um, Let you go. Let you go. Yeah, that was a yeah. that was one of the, one of my most exciting or fun recordings. You know, my you know mom that? loves your verse. Does she like it? Does she know? It? She was telling me that this has nothing to do with talking about. She was saying that I play it too safe. Some of the lyrics. She said, hey, "Listen to him. See, that's what she told me. That's what that's she told me. I remember we were listening to it in the car. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so lyrics being used criminally or in criminal criminal uh, cases. So, do I think it's a good idea for them to stop doing that? I think it's going to be helpful for artists who find themselves in situations like this. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it will be helpful. And if that's helpful to artists, especially artists who look like me, who are finding themselves in this type of situation, good thing for me. Um, but I, I do hope that our artists continue to find more wisdom as, as they evolve. Uh, I get it. This is your this is your journal. This is how you tell your story. But you got to be careful and be wise. And they need managers who can help them as well in their artist development. Don't incriminate yourself, bro. So some things you have to be more creative about or you got to wait to talk about. That's just mm -hmm. the simple truth about it. Um, if you want to be able to uh, have longevity in the game and avoid situations that could jeopardize what you're in it for. Um, so it's a good idea if it's very helpful in that regard. Uh, I can go on, but yeah, I think it's a good idea. I, I, I'm for that. And I think I could understand an argument on the other end as well, but I am for that if it's if it's, if it's it's gonna be helpful to artists that look like me. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts, Shika? Uh, so I do agree with Nair. However, um, I think that this probably was a test to see how far they could go. And I do think that this will be revisited because a lot of us do put stuff in our music that probably shouldn't be there. And some, I, I do, I can almost see it. Something major is going to happen and someone's going to put it in their art and it's going to be the thing that incriminates. Them. It's going to be something right back. Right. This is going to go back and right. it's going to be bigger than this was and it's going to make a precedent. That's what I feel. It, yeah. I, I think you hit it on the head. They've got to grow wise if this is the case because they think it won't be used against them and they'll tell their business and it'll be a direct connect to some criminal activity. So I'm hoping that they don't take this as that creative license to be more truthful and more honest and be more revealing, become more wise and know that, uh, like you said, this is still uh, something you need to be careful about. It's coming out of your mouth. These are your words and especially the artists who boast on I only rap about my life. <laughs> and then, then when you go to court, you say, that was made up. That's entertainment. You, you can't have both in court. No, yeah. no. And, no. And, I, and one of the things, like you said, and I, what I don't want people to get twisted is 
No one said that your art is protected. <laughs> there's, there's no protection. It's not protected. And the other thing is people probably need to become better wordsmiths if that's what you're going to yeah. do. Yeah. So undecodable yeah. <laughs> that you can be able to do it. Right. Exactly. Right. And, you know, our DA here, she said that if, you know, young gutter and uh, I'm a young thug and gunner, she said, you literally commit these crimes and then rap about it. She said, I have, a, she said, I have um, advice for you. Don't rap about the crimes you're committing. Or if you do, don't live in my county. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, these are things that are affecting the communities. And so um, I do see the, the good and and I'm glad they're doing it case by case. They're doing it so it's not like a blanket rule, but they're doing it if the judge deems that it it's significant, then very it can good, be used as opposed to, and there, but overall it won't be used because there's some cases I think it should be used. You know, like we have these string of um, the, um, the, th uh, not thugs, <laughs> the um, gangs that are breaking in celebrities' homes for no reason, or, you know, well, yeah. and, you know, high-end homes for no reason. If you're rapping about that, it should be used. It should be permissible, yeah. you know. You know, there was this song. I don't know if you're familiar with this case or this or this this artist. Are you all familiar with YNW Melly? Mm -mm, I'm not. Okay, so he's got a song that came out years ago. Actually, I really, really like the song. Like, it's a song I legitimately listen to. Yeah, it's wild, and I'm, I don't want to get too far off, but it's called "Murder on My Mind." Right, that's the name of the song, mm -hmm. and it's so vivid. The storytelling in it is so vivid. It's, it's, I mean, it, it's almost like it has to be real or yeah. it's a part, it's creatively developed. Based on something true. Based on something real, right? Mm -hmm. He's in jail right now, still pending this whole lawsuit for, for uh, this case for killing two of his friends. Mm. You know, right now. Ch yeah. ch when you get a chance, research the YNW, YNW Melly case and then listen to that song, Murder on, your, on My Mind. Listen to it when you get a chance. As, as you were telling me about that song, and because in another life, I used to work for a law firm. And as you're telling me about yeah. this song, all I'm thinking is it would just take one of those prosecutors to be like, let me do some more investigating on this to see what I can get out of this. Because yeah. that's what they do. You think they don't, but they do. They sit and they listen and they go, hmm. I could make legal precedents because these people are trying to get their name in books. They're trying to get their name on epitaphs so they can be a part of history. These lawyers aren't just in it to make the money and go to court and live day to day. They're trying to make precedents. They want, a lot of them want to make laws. Yeah. So you got to right. look out for that. Right. These people are not playing with you. Right. That's true. That's true. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back, find out why he is back under fire. And, uh, and um, the United States Department of Education is moving funny when it comes back to the, the uh, student loan forgiveness. We'll talk about that when we come back, right back after this.
ain't enough one. Now you're sitting at home. You really let a good thing go. I thought it would last, but it seems you're a thing of the past. Oh, you keep calling my phone. Can't you see I'm not home? I'm not home. Just put up to, to the crowd. Now somebody's on your side of the bed Trey And I didn't wanna have to take it there But you played Too much So I guess it's in the game E-A And what am I supposed to say? I know you did me dirty But we can make it work I know you didn't mean to hurt me I know we got our problems And need to go away your worries Let's just sit and talk about it Over McGee's McFlurry one thing's for hot damn certain This plays a rap You can go and close some curtains And this is a mess Starting with yourself first I am dropping bad habits Starting with the very worst Now it's on to the next one African American Puerto Rican Swedish French lover or a German I'm really determined All kinds of moves Ever since we've been done I've had so much to do
God has a funny way of showing you lessons. Remix featuring Kevin Ross, Raheem Devon, and Anthony Hamilton. God has a funny way of showing what it's meant to be. Had to learn everything I was meant to see wasn't meant for me. Yes, I had to fall many times. Fall in love. Cause all them bruises made me strong enough to see you, see who you are. Cause before I just played too many games to see this blessing in front of me. Thank God he opened up my eyes. Now I'm being lies Everyone that let me down Led me to you Oh baby Oh the sleepless nights All the heartbreak I had Led me to you Cause if I never It's a blessing And I wait for more day running round I wanna miss this Not you, baby No The heart of the woman that you are Surely shine through Shine through you God wants to save me for you I used to dread the love I lost was barely just a blemish. Oh, oh, oh. Now that life led me to you, God intended this. Now I realize everyone that let me down led me to you. Oh, baby, all them sleepless nights, all the heartbreak. And if I never went through it, I would never find a love like you. Like a rolling stone, temptation song. Papa was a rolling stone. Running a fast lane, never looking back. Just always moving on. Only made for the thorough a checklist Every wrong turn showed me there's a clear direction I had to let it go and let God do If it was up to me, I would've never knew This magic, best thing happened to me Life's fast, but with you, 
Hey, this is Dr. Steve Perry, and you're listening to Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back. Don't forget, we're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestephennightshow.com. You can watch us on our YouTube channel, Stephen Knight Show. Chike, where can everybody follow you? Everybody can follow me at The Real Absolutely Chike on Instagram, Absolutely Chike on Twitter, Conversations with Chike Evans on Instagram and Conversations with Chike Evans on YouTube. You can also ID me, please. What about you, Naya? I'm going to be rebranding soon, but it should all always draw a straight line back to Naya, Naya Sharif. It should always be connected to that somehow, but I'm about to do a rebrand. So stay tuned it's for that. Big. No, it's going to be big. And I'm at, at Stephen Knight 32. All right, well, Kanye, yay has ruffled feathers once again. White Lives Matter is now trending after the rapper wore a t-shirt with the phrase while addressing attendees at his Yeezy SZN9 presentation in Paris. The controversial shirt had the Pope's face on the front and uh, and he wore the same bedazzled flip-flops he uh, uh, sported last week to complete the look. 
Ye uh, made a bold statement before the show started. According to page six, he said, I am ye. And everyone who uh, here knows that I am a leader. He said at one point in reference to his legal name, uh, his new legal name, I can't, and he said, you can't manage me. Now he wasn't the only person that had the shirt on. The beloved Candace Owens also shared a few photos of the event with the Chicago native also wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. Now, both posts garnered over 17,000 comments collectively. Real Housewives of Potomac star, Dr. Um, Wendy Asofa stepped in writing all skin folk and kin folk. Shortly after, uh, Ye began trending number one on Twitter. And journalist Mark uh, Lamont Hill, uh, he spoke in a series of tweets condoning, uh, condemning uh, Ye's actions. Now, He's been under, he it seems like every week something going on with him. Um, you know, he supported Donald Trump in the, the election. Um, now it's the White Lives Matter. And a lot of people would say he's a genius. You know, he's made great music, obviously. He has some interesting fashions with his line, um, but they're successful. Chike, what do you make out of this latest uh, stunt man? So, uh, and now you're laughing already. Now you're cracking up. <laughs> so, I think that certain people will do anything for the spotlight, and certain people will do anything for attention. And he spent a lot of time under those women, and he learned some things from them. So, what he already had, plus his crazy. And then what he learned from them got him to this point. I could go out to, to Times Square, takes me what, two hours to get there. I could be at Times Square, two hours, and get buck ass naked right in the middle of Times Square. I'm going to make the news, but some things you just don't do. Right. I think that, and this is, and I'm very serious on this, I think that as a man of color, Kanye owes it to the community to not do crazy shit like that. Because at some point in time, that has a negative effect on his people. Some young black man is watching you somewhere who idolizes you and wants to be you and will go out and buy a, a White Lives Matter shirt because you put it out there, but has no understanding of what that really means mm -hmm. and how awful that is to him in his life, being in this country. Just some things that he does is it's completely asinine to me. That's just how I feel. Yeah. Naya. This is the I I, I miss Lania. I miss El Boogie. This is, she would she would have I don't oh. know if she would have much to say or not, but her reaction to it would be just fantastic. Her face yeah. is precious. <laughs> so again, I gotta, you know, Chikabi he'd be dropping gems. So the the thing that he said that stood out to me the most was the person who sees that, the black boy or girl who yeah. sees that and does not have the depth of experience or wisdom or knowledge that Chike has, that Nair has, that Mr. Knight has, all they see are the, the center, or is that phrase, white lives matter. What question does that pose for them? What discussion does that start with and for them? That makes me wonder. I actually am curious about that because I wouldn't, you know, I'm, I'm not privileged any longer to have that, that level of uh, 
my, my thought process is much deeper now. So for me, the question is, what does it mean? You know, it's like, what does it mean? It, which is the same as the kid who doesn't, who doesn't have the, the depth of experience. But for me, it's like, I, I'm trying to go with you. Yeah, I, I want to follow you. I want to be a supporter. I want to figure this thing out with you. But what does that mean? And even it's uncomfortable for me. So, so I can only imagine what the conversation or the thought might be for someone who doesn't have what we already have uh, and how harmful or otherwise that is, you know? Yeah. Those are my, those are my raw thoughts. I don't have a, a, a strong line of, you know, there's no conclusion. That's just where I'm at with it right now. Yeah. And my thing is, I think, yes, Kanye, you know, he's done great work um, in his career. But I think it, it comes down to what are you really trying to accomplish, you know, with something like this? Um, I saw is the gentleman who used to work at TMZ. He's the one that interviewed Kanye when um, when Kanye said that um, slave slavery was a slavery was a choice. Van, yeah, Van. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, Van. Van. Yeah. yeah. So he posted the picture and he said, "Y'all." That's how he put. And you saw all the comments, celebrities, everyday people, just disgusted. It's like I don't I don't see like it's one thing of having a shock value and shock factor. But it's like, but there's a, there's a difference with being ignorant with it. And, you know, we're doing this so much in this country as black and brown people. And it's kind of like a slap in the face of those people that are fighting for uh, justice just for everyday black and brown people, I feel like. And um, I just find it hard to support him when he does stuff like that. You know, when he did the whole um, Trump thing, you know what I mean? It's just like, but the thing is when he had that surprise concert, it was it was sold out. Yeah. It was filled. You know, he has a lot of fans. And I think that when you have that much, so many people following you, you're following your career, it comes with, you know, it, it's a gift to have that. And it comes, it should be handled delicately. You know what I mean? What you're putting out there, what you're saying, you know, I, it's just too much for me. Yeah, know. I'm wondering what it means. And I feel like it's connected to something. I'm, I'm feeling like it's connected to Off-White, but I know he's using the shock value of the phrase. Right. And I'm wondering if it's connected to, you know, Off-White and Virgil's Virgil's philosophy on creativity and just unlimited, you know, uh, creativity. So I'm wondering yeah. if it's white lives matter as in white, as in the, the philosophy of Off-White's creator, Virgil, kind of like that. I, I don't know, you know, I, I, I'm really wondering what it means to, to Kanye. What is, what is, like you and, said, what is he and, trying to And that, if that is the case, I hope he explains it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Got the tension, not explain uh, it to you, me. You, you said he hopes he explains it, but just to even play in that ambiguity in yeah. the disrespect. Yeah. Like, do that. Yeah. Not especially right now. You can't do that. And then he had Candace Owens rocking the same shirt. And no. You can't do that. Yeah. It's the wrong move. <laughs> and then you have, I'm bringing up R. Kelly, where he disrespected people and it got him canceled. As a people, if we don't know that this is disrespectful, then what is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right, well, the United States Department of Education is moving funny. It recently changed its guidance around who qualifies for President Joe Biden's student debt relief plan. According to NPR, the changes regarding borrowers who took out federal student loans several years ago. This indicates Perkins loans, I'm sorry, this includes Perkins loans and federal family education loans, also known as FFEL. 
Reports state FFEL department's website uh, advised borrowers that they could consolidate their loans into federal direct loans and there, um, thereby qualify for relief under Biden's uh, debt uh, cancellation program. However, the department quietly changed its language. Uh, the current guidance states, as of September 29th, 2022, borrowers with federal student loans not held by ED uh, cannot obtain one-time debt relief by consolidating those loans into direct loans. This change could potentially affect roughly 800,000 borrowers. At this, at this time, it's unclear why the department reversed its decision to consolidate the FFEL uh, borrowers with commercially held loans and then qualify, qualify for debt relief. So but they pretty much, they put it out there, the requirements for this loan, and then they secretly changed it seemingly overnight. And so it's up to the borrower to find out that they now qualify. And um, and as you said, they were ranting and raving about how many people will be, you know, they will qualify for this and now they won't, um, 800,000 people won't. So um, is the Department of Education moving funny now? You know they are, and, and they probably realize that there are some people who, who are paying and don't even realize that they qualify, so they don't want to stop that flow. They just, hey, you're going to pay, keep paying. You know, mm -hmm. and, and it's probably causing more work on them to go and find the people rather than just let people come and say, hey, do I qualify for those who are really, really concerned? Other than that, they don't want to miss that money. Of course, they're moving funny. Bottom yeah. line is always, always that bread. Always. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts, Chica? Um, the same, but I'm thinking flim flam, shim sham, <laughs> and once they get found out, and if it wasn't, which it doesn't really sound like it's legal, there's another lawsuit. There's something else coming, especially when people start catching on. Mm -hmm. And it spreads like, like wildfire. I tell my friend, look, listen, this is what they did. This is how I got through. This is what you need to do. And then they tell the next person and the next and the next and the next. And so now there's a whole movement. And... They better stop playing with people. <laughs> they better stop playing with people. Yeah. I, th I wonder if something has to do, because I read there was like six Republicans who are were suing the administration over this debt relief. I wonder if this is a way of trying to lessen the, you know, well, or, or make or try to uh, negotiate with them. I don't know. But it's just it's just weird that they would do this and not make a statement because they were boasted about this, you know, this new uh uh, forgiveness program, and now they quietly change the restrictions or, or requirements. So it's kind of, they playing, they playing, get together, y'all, get together. All right, last story. So many people around the world have been talking about the new Netflix series, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. However, some people believe that the series should be removed from the streaming service, including your boy, Boosie, who took to Twitter to express his thoughts. As Black people, we should boycott Jeffrey Dahmer movie. What he did to our black kids is fucking sick. Hashtag Netflix, take this movie down, it's sick. He later followed up with a video expressing those sentiments once again and said, us as black people, we need to ban this Jeffrey Dahmer movie. This is some sick shit. Uh, what he did to our race, this is some sick shit. We need to boycott this damn movie off Netflix. This is sick. 
the victim's family should be getting paid off the everyday dollar Netflix made. Um, so for those who are not familiar with the Netflix series, it stars Evan Peters, who portrays serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. The series um, explain, explores the stories of the victims that were unfortunately murdered by Dahmer in Wisconsin. Dahmer murdered 17 boys and gay men. He was eventually charged with the murder he committed um, and was sentenced to life in prison. He later died in prison after being beaten by another inmate. As previously reported, Rick Ross became the talk of social media when he tweeted out, locate me to pair those Dahmer shades because you wore these shades and Rick Ross wanted some apparently. And apparently they're selling for like $15,000. I saw that today. Um, over this overall series was created, created a conversation on social media and the viewers noticed race played a major factor in why Jeffrey Dahmer was able to murder multiple people before being caught. So he started off, he killed... Uh, two white guys, at least they showed it. And then he had gone to jail several times for, you know, he had, he was alcoholic by the time he was six, 16. Um, at one point he went to the state fair and he exposed himself um, at the fair because he was drunk off the beer, went to jail for that. Then he moved in with his grandmother. Um, he had some issues there. He, he went to jail at some point and then he moved to the, what seemed to be the hood. And that's where it seemed like he was targeting a lot of the black and brown people because he was living in the community. Um, and so a lot of people, some people, the families have said that this is triggering and bringing back those old memories and, and whatnot. And then some people are saying it's important to tell the story because a lot of people don't know about the Jeffrey Dahmer story. And it's a cautionary tale for young people, like if they're going to hook up with my first date or, you know, that kind of thing, going to people's house and that kind of thing. So I see kind of both points, but what are your thoughts? I'll start with you, Chica. Um, you know, I'm here for the art. <laughs> so um, we're not canceling no movies. We're going to play them. We're going to play them out. This is a real life event. This is history. This really happened. They didn't, they didn't make this up. And there's a nice companion piece that goes with this. I watched it on Tubi and it was basically uh, a study of Jeffrey Dahmer and the show, well, the series is on point. It's, it's, they, they didn't miss a beat. They're on point. And there's actually more stuff that happened that didn't make the series that he did. Um, I guess this would be likened to the Atlanta child murders where they were snatching little boys off the street um, in the eighties. That that's triggering to watch that. That's a scary point in time. I remember that very clearly, very vividly. And it was a time of horror for our people. We didn't know what Jeffrey was doing. We found out after the fact. At least in the middle of the child murders, we knew what was going down when it was happening. So if no one ever caught, if that man never got out of uh, Dahmer's house to get to the cops, right, that night that he got arrested, we would have never known what he was doing. Somebody could be doing this stuff right now. We would not know until after the fact. I think that we need to examine stuff like this and use it as a case study for future. Yeah, I did see this. There was a reporter who she reported on that case back in the day, back in the early 90s when it was going on. And she said that the that there were some things that they got wrong in the series. They said, for one, um, Niecy Nash's character did not live next door to him. She lived in another building down the street, but she was the first person to alert the police. Um, she also mm -hmm. said that um, in the series, they referenced 
that smell of the dead bodies um, in his, you know, in his home and whatnot. She said that the smell didn't even smell. That's not the smell that it would have given until it wouldn't have been that prominent. Um, and then it was one more thing. Oh, she said that, um, you know, in the series, he kind of makes reference to his dad is the reason why he was the, re the way he was. Because if you remember when he was a kid, his dad would, um, you know, because he was trying to expose him to different things that, you know, Jeffrey, young Jeffrey liked and dissecting animals became his thing. And so right. in the series, it made it seem like that's kind of what introduced him to this kind of thing. But in real life, he made it very clear that his, you know, he was very protective of his parents. And he said that he's the reason the way he is because of him, not anyone else. So that was what she said. I saw that on Entertainment Tonight. But um, Naya, we think about this. Do you think that um, should we keep in mind the families that are having relived this or, you know, is this art needs to be told? These stories need to be told. That's a big question. Uh, maybe the families sh should have been consulted if they were not consulted. I can't imagine they would not have been, uh, but I guess they don't have to mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in the, with the public information. Uh, but I don't know, maybe it would have been why or good to consult them and, and not everything is worth, you know, creating, making, making a money play on unless you can involve the people who, who were involved and they're okay with it and figure out how to make it, you know, make it something helpful to to others, like Chike said as well, um, it did happen. I remember when that was going down. I remember when that that case happened and how scared you know we were <laughs> when we found out there was a man like that out out there uh, as a, as as a, as a child, just knowing that story. Yeah, I know it could be traumatic for the, the the families involved, but I think it is something that how whatever form it comes out in as a series or documentaries or whatever. That information needs to be known. That story needs to be told because he you know he was a monster. Mm -hmm. He was. Uh, and, yeah. In a way, I think you know they you know they didn't obviously go through every all seventeen men that were killed, but they did tell specific stories about certain family members that were killed. And at the end, they showed everyone. They showed their pictures and their names. And so I think in a way it's kind of keeping the memory alive, but this was history, something that did happen. That's like never discussing 9-11 again. You know what I mean? Um, 3,000 people died then, you know what I mean? So I do, I do feel for the parents, but I definitely think these kind of stories, they can serve as a cautionary, cautionary, cautionary tale to young people, you know, um, when they're going to these clubs and hooking up with people that they don't know, you know, things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our hot topics. Naya, thank you as always. Um, Chica, I'll see you in movie, movie reviews, and I hope you all have a great week. We'll be right back after this.
such a passion, such a love for you. Seems like you're open. I'm thinking about stroking your hair, your skin, your grooves. Like blackberry molasses, girl, it's true.
so sweet Stay fly, low key I need love that's all about me Cause keep clean Got a vibe so raw, so sweet Stay fly, low key I need love that's all about me to Stephen I show Adam how's it going how's the weather in DC uh well it's going great uh weather in DC is bad right now it's cold and oh, rainy it's cold and rainy yeah yeah I'm not used to the 40s I know it's October but geez <laughs> it's rough hey, I'm going back to Atlanta <laughs> <laughs> exactly I heard y'all didn't even really get any rain from all the Mm-mm. the hurricanes nope. so yeah pretty lucky yeah. yeah it was um remember Ty so it was his, his birthday's coming up <laughs> And so he had a, a event this past Saturday. We were kind of concerned about the weather. Nope. It was yeah, clear and, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, let's y'all take it away with movie reviews. Sure thing. So I saw a movie that actually came out earlier this year, but I didn't realize until after I watched it and a few other things. But the movie is called The Outfit. And this is a movie starring Mark Rylance taking place in, I'd say, like right after World War II in Chicago and Mark plays this English tailor that runs his uh, tailor shop but also has a mob family that comes in and drops off it looks like packages and monies that come in and out throughout uh, the day and the time there and one night uh, something happens with one of the mob members and they get shot and they bring them to this tailor shop to kind of get uh, them taken care of and this, to go into hiding from an incident and we don't know too much about the incident at the moment but that triggers a whole string of events that causes 
Mark the Taylor to figure out how to navigate the situation to keep everyone safe, keep himself out of trouble and everything like that. Uh, it's a pretty good thriller. Um, it's streaming on Amazon Prime, but it's really a fun, it's only takes place really in this tailor shop and you get a really good like back and forth what happens when he has to stitch up someone and then the mob boss comes by and how do they navigate that situation and a lot of good back and forth. So uh, again, I thought this movie actually came out just recently, but it actually came out earlier this year, out in March. But uh, definitely a good one that just fell under my radar, and I would highly recommend. The next uh, couple things I saw is I started the interview with a vampire series on AMC Plus, and for any of those unfamiliar, it is literally like the title says. It follows someone interviewing a vampire and they telling their story of how they were this time it's kind of a reimagining from the original if anyone remembers the brad pitt brad pitt tom cruise movie from the 90s this one takes place in 1910 in new orleans uh, again with the coming up of this vampire who's chosen by someone else to be a part of this uh kind of vampire culture only seen about one episode but so far it's pretty good if you like that and i never watched that vampire show that took place in new orleans like in the 2000s that was really popular but this uh, has that kind of same feel but it's also based on the Anne rice novel which was uh, very memorable and has a lot of storylines going with it and i know we might be past kind of that vampire phase in culture and pop culture but uh it's a good drama, and if you're looking for something like that, uh, I would highly recommend it. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you got a chance to watch it yet, Chike. Yeah, uh, actually, that was the only thing that I watched this weekend. Uh, I got the uh, fourth COVID shot, so I was down a little bit. So I knew that it was coming, and I saw that it was out, so I took advantage. And I think I, it's two episodes out. Mm -hmm. I saw two. Um, I think it's well done. And yep. I think that um, the political elements that they're adding into it puts puts like more texture on it. I, I enjoy that. Like they, they're talking about racism. They're talking about, they're not ignoring like the things of today. Mm -hmm. it, it, take He's in today's world speaking back on his past and he's putting little tidbits in from um, today based on how he felt back then. And yeah. I think that it's interesting that they chose a man of color to be that character because it adds a whole nother element to the story. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and the, the person's played by Jacob Anderson, who is most famous for me uh, for Game of Thrones. So if you remember Grey Worm. Uh, yeah. And that's the same guy and he does a great job but you're right it, it adds that extra layer of complexity to it mm -hmm. absolutely and i just want to shout out that legend ray don chong who is tommy chong from cheech and chong's daughter is uh also starring in this she's a a legend of stage and screen if you don't know who she is it was good to see her in the cast nice yeah i think this is going to be a good one I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more. See where they're going to go with it. Yeah, yeah, it's getting rave reviews, and uh, yeah, I will say this is not 
I, you can tell me your thoughts on this too, just as a sidebar. But I, at the beginning of the episode, they do give the warning, you know, of yeah. uh, mental illness and uh, suicide and stuff like that, which I think is great. Uh, the only thing is now I'm watching the whole episode wondering who's going to kill themselves because it is a little bit of a spoiler. Uh, and, you know, you, you see it in the episode as it goes along. But when I'm watching, I actually, I, I wasn't too familiar with the story. I don't remember the movie. And so I was like, I know someone's going to, something's going to happen to someone, but I don't know when. So I, again, I don't know the best way to navigate spoiler alerts in that sense, but um, that was one thing that kind of I, I was aware of while watching the first episode. And then also too, I, I, I want to add that it is very graphic. Like <laughs> I remember watching it and I'm, I'm jolting some of the stuff that I'm seeing because it is, it is very graphic. Um, so even if it says mature audiences, I know some stuff says that, and it's not really that bad. Like this is pretty great. Mm -hmm. so yeah. Have your children watching the vampire movie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep watching it. Cause I think it'll be a really good series. Well, have you, have you watched any of the Dahmer movie? No, my wife has, and she's been enjoying it, but I have not gotten to start it yet. Okay, I'm looking for the, the one that comes out Friday, the tapes, the Dahmer tapes, it mm -hmm. comes out Friday. Uh, I want to hear in his own words what he did. I want to hear him talk about it. Yeah, that would they be have the um, interviews on YouTube. I was watching some of them, um, and apparently his dad was on Oprah back in 94. I saw that interview. Um, and then they had the victim, um, was it victim statements? The victim statements in court, right? And mm -hmm. do you remember in the series, the one woman that went off? Mm -hmm. That was nothing compared to what she really did. Because <laughs> I watched the, some of it, it's about 30 minutes long, I watched some of it, I was kind of fast forwarding to get to her. They had to get four security guards on her and everything, like she, yeah, but you could see the raw emotions, you know what I mean? Because some people had statements written and some just, you know, winged it, but um, but it was all, it was, it was sad. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were talking about this in um, Hot Topics, Adam. You know, there's been some controversy over retelling this story because you know, it um, triggers the families and things like that. And then there's some people saying, well, this is, you know, this is art and this is something that happened. And it could be serve as a cautionary tale to young people when they're going to clubs, meeting up with people that they don't know and, you know, doing a, going to their homes and things like that. Uh, what are you, what's your take on that? Uh, I mean, it's reality, right? It did really happen. People are aware of it. Uh, I don't think, I mean, retelling the story, I don't think is bad in that sense. I mean, you know, we learn from history, right? There's a right. reason that, uh, you know, to, in one sense that the, you know, uh, Auschwitz and those concentration camps are open and people see them because you want to learn from the past. You don't ignore that. You have to bring it to light. Uh, and I know this is a TV show, so it's not as extreme as that. But I mean, that's it's an example of, you know, there's the history there. So just be aware of it. Yeah, I agree. All right. Anything, anything from you, the pipe on Anything else? Hmm? Anything from you? Wakanda forever. What did you say? Wakanda forever. Yes. Oh, you saw the trailer. trailer was released today. 
Um, yes. And there's there's some speculation on who's going to take over the Black Panther um, persona. Um, mm -hmm. So apparently in the comic books, the Black Panther, he goes into a coma. And while he's in coma, the smartest person in Wakanda takes over his that character, which is his sister. Sure. And so they're thinking that if it's true to the comic book, she's going to take over as Black Panther uh, in the new movie. So I'll be curious to see. Well, and, and the poster, isn't she in the middle of the poster? She is. I don't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, so I, I think... I actually got into a debate over this last night and and, and it was with a really prominent actor um, who a lot of people know, but I won't say his name, but a lot of people know him. And we're both Marvel fans. And we were discussing what is more important that you stay true to a story, you stay true to the character in the story, or do you pay homage to the actor that played that character in that story? And we were both in the agreement that they should have recast someone to play T'Challa outside of Chadwick Boltman to carry that story on because the story is bigger than him. And, mm -hmm. and this is the Chadwick Boltman, wonderful actor, may he rest in peace. But these are stories that people have grown up with in their childhood. And in certain instances, they want to see the story told the proper way. Don't augment it because you no longer have a person to play the character. You can recast. You recast Superman how many times? Mm -hmm. They recast Blade. Yeah. The legend of the Black Panther has to continue. Even in the story of the Black Panther, the Black Panther dies and then another Black Panther carries on. Mm -hmm. So I don't. Yeah, that's a difficult one, you know. And apparently um, the the woman that plays his sister, she was saying that they asked her about how was, how was it shooting it while mourning Chadwick's loss. And she said that the director, he took from her real pain and put it into the character. So they were still mm -hmm. kind of mourning it while shooting it, you know, um, mourning his loss. And so, um, but I... But I, I see your point, you get it. The character is bigger than Chadwick, rest in peace, you know, and all due respect for him. But um, yeah, I, I'll, be, I'll be curious to see what they do with the next one. Not mm -hmm. not the sequel, but the next one to see if they bring back a uh, Black character. Well, yeah, I didn't watch much. Um, I, I stopped watching something on yesterday on Netflix and I fell asleep on it, so I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. But, uh, but yeah, that's it for me. Well, listen, guys, thank you as always for letting us know what to spend our time and money on and what not to, and have a great week. And we'll be right back after this. Thanks. You know what? I've been thinking. I can't even get through to you. I'm trying to talk to you, and all you do is push me away. What's wrong with you?
Why you act the way you do? Don't wanna talk to me Just walking away from me Like I didn't say nothing Like I didn't say nothing I know we had our ups and downs But I wanna make this work Make it work Stephen I show Aaron Cosby. How, how's it going? What's going on, Stephen Knight? Let me kind of fix this this camera a little bit. There we go. All right. All right. Long hair. Here we go. Uh, let's oh, do Lord. this. <laughs> All right. Did you have a good weekend? I know you out here, Atlanta. I got to spend some time with you. Uh, we had a great time on Saturday. Yeah. How was the rest of your trip? It was great. It was it was my grandmother's birthday. 97 so years old 97 years on this earth man wow she is beautiful and i love her so much mm -hmm. and grandma happy birthday happy birthday happy birthday, happy birthday. We, and we her and i turned up we turned up y'all turned up y'all want to we up. turned up and brave speaking of which my um my my grandmother's favorite team of all sports her favorite sports team it's the Atlanta Braves. She loves And they the won. And they won. They got a streak on her birthday weekend. Mm -hmm. They they blew out. I said, well, they whooped the mess ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That was her birthday gift. You know? Yeah, it was a great that gift. All, great gift you know, that was all divine. So yeah, yeah. And now they awesome. are in first 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 place. Because they were the, already in the playoffs, but it was a matter of them winning home so that they could have a good place. Yeah. So now they're they they only have to win one more game and mm -hmm. they'll win the National League East and then they'll have home you know home field advantage. I don't know if it's throughout throughout the playoffs, but um, they, they'll have a home. You know they won't be yeah. on the road once the playoffs exactly. start. Yeah, um, right, and they won over one hundred games. You know, so props to the Braves. Man. Yeah, Braves, give it up. Give it up. Come on, I got this one more thing. The defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves. We got, you know, we got to give them their own props. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. What about the NFL? What's going on there? My squad lost. We had a lead. <sighs> our our offense choked in the second half. The Baltimore Ravens. We um, yeah, it was it was a good game, but we ended up losing to the um, Buffalo Bills by three points. Um, yeah. The Falcons won. Come on, Falcons. They beat the Browns 23 20. 23 20, right? 23 20. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Oh, that's two in a row, isn't it? That's two in a row. And Tampa Bay lost. Yeah. So, you know, the Braves can kind of, you know, creep up a little bit. We'll see what I mean, Braves. The Falcons can, you know, maybe kind of creep up a little bit now. So, we'll see. Um, have you heard about the whole Antonio Brown situation? Ah, uh, yeah, I know. 
Well, he's speaking out on it. You know, you saw he posted. So tell what happened first. So um, he was out of the country on vacation. He mm -hmm. was at a pool, in a pool with this woman. Um, and looked like in, in the video, they were horse playing with each other. Like there was mm -hmm. some, you know, they were playing. Right. And then it kind of got a little weird. Um, he exposed himself in the well, pool. He moved like, her first, put his butt in her face. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, um, and then he, he exposed he, And then he pulled out the... His man parts. That part, yeah. And so, you know, he got a lot of backlash on social media saying he's literally sexually assaulting a woman on camera. But he released a statement or he made a, well, he made a, a freestyle rap, you know, video where he, um, and he even did release something on Twitter, I believe, where he said that if you watch the video, she took off his shorts and they were playing. And he said, if it would have been the other way around, he wouldn't have got that same reaction. And he's saying that people try to demonize him like mm -hmm. they did when he was in the NFL. Right, right. Yeah, because I was kind of thinking, would some people still have that same smoke and heat if the roles were reversed and it was a woman who exposed her, you know, pulled her top yeah. down with her and exposed mm -hmm. her, her, herself to a man? Would they just think, oh, that would just, you know, fun, right. you know, or would they, you know, feel, you know, angry about this? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just I think because of who he is, he gets backlash. He's gonna get backlash anyway. It's you know, he's he's yeah, it's he's which touched. which is unfortunate though, man. But yeah, I mean he, look, he's like, hey, here you go. You know what I mean? So hey, okay, all right. Um moving along. Um let's see, basketball is kind of you know, it's preseason, so things are kind of you know, still kind of white and everything. Um, yeah. um who do you think is going to win? Especially now with the Celtics in their whole coaching situation. Um, I don't know how that team's going to, um, I guess, gel with mm -hmm. a new coach. Plus the drama on why their co coaches and coaching, right. will they be able to, um, to pretty much take that momentum that they had making it to the finals last year? Because right. I, I was thinking that they were actually the, um, the favorite – out of the east you know to make to actually make it back to the playoffs but i don't know you know like what do you think do you, do you i don't know um yes they were a favorite i believe um especially after last season you know but um hopefully they can because they found out on twitter or social media that he that, about the whole scandal. The yeah, which did. which was also kind of foul on my part. There should have been yeah. a team meeting. And to the let thing was, they had had they had known this investigation was going on for about a month or so, or several months, and so they should have gotten a heads up. But hopefully, they can pull it together, act like team, and still do well. Absolutely. But it is different different with a new coach. And it, it takes me back to that show, um, Showtime. Was it Showtime? About the Magic Johnson Yeah, Lakers. the um, Lakers. And, yeah. and when they got a new coach, they had to gel together, you know, um, right. when their coach got injured, you know, and, and ultimately died. Right. No, he didn't die. He got injured. Mm -hmm. um, having to, you know. Yeah. So hopefully they'll be able to do it. We'll see. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, like, I, I um, actually learned that with um, Kobe and with Jordan, what they would do is that they would kind of take 
a negative situation in their lives and, and you know, and actually flip it and make it as a motivating factor. So right. maybe the um, team can actually, you know, come together and, you know, they can kind of, again, turn this, all this negative energy and, um, and um, press into something positive and just yeah. ball out. Well, we right. shall see. We we'll shall see. see. Oh, lastly, um, the Miami Dolphins um, quarterback, Tua. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so now it's, um, you know, it's actually worse than what, it, than, than what the team actually led on at first. Yeah. Um, and that coach yeah. got fired. The, the, yeah, yeah, the, it's, um, yeah, yeah, it the was, private, it was just a mess. Yeah, yeah it, it was, it was horrible. Private doctor, I'm sorry, not nerd, uh, coach. No, I wasn't, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. So, um, if I was to it, I would just, I'm not trying to, you know, force myself to come back. If I was to it, this season would be done. Like, I, I need to chill. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Cause that was serious. Like, that. And you saw the it, video before we got hit and he stumbled, like, even after. Exactly. Like, couldn't exactly. get his bearings. Exactly. Yeah. And this yeah. is bigger than sports. This is your um, life. Your this life. is your your um, future. This is your 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 quality of life. Mm -hmm. And yeah. there, there's there's not a there's not a, enough money in the world. Exactly. To jeopardize that. So, um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I need him to take, take the NFL. Time. They said they're going to be re-releasing re their concussion uh, policies. Okay. So we'll see what they how they come back from that. We'll see what happens. All right. But yeah, that's all I got, man. All right, everyone. Thanks as always. Have a great week. All right, brother. Same, same to you. Thank you. Right back at this. Dre shit. Yeah, just that soulful shit I be talking about, bro. Facts. Pa Dre, what up? Let's get to it. Look. I'm out west, yelling Jersey like I'm close to home. Was on the block like Moses, this ain't Post Malone. We quoting poems that we never had to plagiarize. Step into Goliath till I bring him down to David's size. A shaking fries, a complimented if you talking beef. Penny per thought is even less when your talk is cheap. These subtleties are befuddled. Nigga, walk with me. Even when I got the pen sealed, they won't sharpen me. They telling tales like these shits are really cautionary. The flow water, but really. I'll be off you fairies, nothing's arbitrary I put that on my mama's show I'm a man before my sisters play my mama's role And I'm the cold, so don't stress where that diamond is Watching me maneuver like I'm a strong with the Heimlich is King of my city if you ask, but they saying them The man trying to give me the keys that I gave to him I played it with and told Lee I'm talking honest Plus I got a few bucks like I'm middle 10 and Giannis the road was turbulent, I know to be a little bumpy. I ain't Johnson, but this rap shit got me living comfy. I get it monthly, like what you in the sentence with? Rap niggas is goofy, they always on some friendly shit. But turn your back and like honor, yeah, they been a dick. Fuck them though, let's appreciate this penmanship. Let's appreciate this penmanship. Yeah. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, one time for all of the soldiers who never folded and did what they were supposed to do. It's only a chosen few that I can show devotion to. 
It's hard not getting emotional Cause you stayed solid despite everything you was going through Was the definition to show and prove Can't believe you're gone, but I know it's true So I sing your song in a vocal booth I wanna be close to you So I pour out some liquor in the cracks of the concrete Where the roses bloom You was my ace since the playground Dreamt of running this rap shit Giving the industry a shakedown Standing at your grave mound Feeling guilty cause shit's starting to shake now This ain't at all I was supposed to play out Just know your memory is well protected Really aggressive but when it comes to the similes I'm well respected Pouring my soul through a pencil tip If you listening, then I hope you appreciating the penmanship Yeah soul through a pencil tip if you listening then i hope you appreciating the penmanship pc what up let's appreciate this penmanship what's going on everybody it's me will downing yeah listen i got some new music out we're gonna talk about it on the Stephen knight show Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Now it's time to highlight our Black-owned business. Uh, we have Black Girl Skin Care. Now, a lot of Black people don't think that it's important for us to wear skin care. They think our melanin uh, protects us from the sun. But, and although we do have issues with the sun at a lower um, level than uh, some of our white counterparts, it is important that we do protect our skin. And so check out Black Girl Skin Care. They actually have um, uh, skin care for uh, it's for um, men and women and children. So check them out. There'll be a link in the body of this uh, bio of this video. Have a great week and we'll see you again next Monday. Good night. Tonight is all eyes on me. Everything's gonna be all